You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on the Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I'm the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice empowering women to break up with diet culture by teaching them how to trust, respect, and feel safe in their bodies. We welcome all foods over here from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. This episode of Food Freedom Podcast is sponsored by our Free Method Recipe Book. It's time that you have a way to create flavor-packed meals that you enjoy that also align with your goal of food freedom. This recipe book is designed to support your intuitive eating journey so you can gain confidence in the kitchen. Complete with recipes that emphasize gentle nutrition, you'll find delicious and simple recipes that allow you to win back your time. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash recipe book to get yours today. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jenna Warner, who is a registered dietitian and one of my dear friends in the dietitian and <laughs> very excited for today's conversation. I'm so happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this. And I think without saying what we talked about before we started recording, I think my my mom brain at the moment will be perfect for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and my like very end of pregnancy. So this will be a great episode. And probably time this episode is live, I will actually have a in the world, which is just crazy to think about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would love to look up but it's you know, Thank you. So first, thank yeah. you for having me. My name is Jenna Warner, registered dietitian and owner of a small private practice, Happy Strong Healthy. I work with two other registered dietitians and we work with clients who are interested in ditching diets and creating food freedom, learning how to eat in a way that makes them feel good and makes them happy after years and years of dieting and maybe living in a way that didn't do that for them. I am also a new mom. I have a six and a half month old baby. And I would say, I think that like I blinked and he became six and a half months. But if you asked me that six months ago, it would be a very different story. <laughs> I also have not fully gotten back into work since he's been born. So I right now identify myself as a mom and not a dietitian, but a little bit of both, I think for purposes of today's episode. Yes. <laughs> Yes, which is the great aspect of having two, because I'm sure like the dietitian team are still kind of seeing they didn't miss a beat doing their thing. Yeah, they're amazing, and they dealt with me at like I started my journey with my baby breastfeeding, and like there's a lot of alone time while you're breastfeeding, and I would just voice memo them like constantly, and they dealt with me, and I love yeah. you, Lauren and Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They are amazing and they kept the show running like without missing a beat. So very, very grateful. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What do you feel like as far as 
postpartum, navigating work, navigating like being a mom, like what is that been like for you? Which I'm sure that's a very like way. <laughs> no, and I want to say this coming from a space that like everybody's journey is different. And I chose, like I actively chose. People told me when I was pregnant, like you should really watch this video about babies and you should really look at this about postpartum and all of these things. And I actively chose not to do those things. Not because I didn't want the education. Like as a dietitian, we're so type A and we're so like we want to control everything. But in that time space, I was moving, like while I was very pregnant, we were moving, moving into a new home, we were doing renovations. And I was wrapping up work as an entrepreneur, not understanding what a maternity leave was going to look like. And I couldn't fill my brain with what the experience was going to be like afterwards. I did the classes, I did all of like the hospital type things, but like, I didn't do any prep work trying to understand, you know, what is a maternity leave? What does healing look like for a new mom? How do you breastfeed? How do you, you know, take care of a new baby? I chose not to do any of that research. And so when he got here a week early, when Noah (laughs) arrived, it was really like shocking at first. And I think the expectations that I had for myself of going back to work after 12 weeks, once like 12 weeks got here, I was like, hell no. I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I like at that stage in time, like I was barely even showering without my mom or my husband watching baby, you know, there was no schedule. I had all these expectations in my head that there'd be like a schedule and like a thing. And, you know, you just don't know until you know, and like, you don't know what you don't know, I think is the saying. And that is the most true. And I just remember when he was born and I was like writing thank you notes to all my best friends from college who all have kids for their gifts, like that they sent in the notes. I was writing like, I'm really sorry that I wasn't there for you more when you had a new baby because I I didn't understand. And they were all like, shut up. Like, yeah, nobody expected you to understand. But like, I literally had to apologize to all of these people in my life because I had no idea what I was for. Yeah. Oh, that's so like, and I not quite think that, but I feel like I totally understand. Like, I mean, you don't get it until you're actually in, and you're like up late at night, early morning, trying to figure out all like how to keep another human being alive. Like, I feel like it's so much. That's, I mean, I've even started realizing that as I get like weeks away from delivery and just thinking through, like, oh my God, like we're gonna leave the hospital and come home and. Right. have to kind of figure all this out and it'll be great but also it's like oh my god like it's a big know? like life change that like you yeah. know is going to come but like you have to also at the same time and like my philosophy was compartmentalizing like the stages like I was yeah. really scared of the birthing process and so everything that I had like put my energy into was like getting through delivery yeah. and knock on wood like that was it was by no means seamless, but it was fine. Right. So that was where my focus was. I didn't think about like the healing aspect and then like healing, but also like, I'm no longer the priority, like taking care of this new life is. And as a dietitian, like I tell people all the time, there's these five pillars of health. It's your nutrition, it's your hydration status, it's your stress management, 
your sleep and your movement. And when you come home from this hospital with this new baby, you can't do any of those things. Yeah. Like sleep, no, there's no stress management because you don't have the time or I did it. You can't move. Like you're actually yeah. not cleared to do any exercise or movement and nutrition wise. Like I was eating lots of snacks and I was fine, but it wasn't what I was used to. So I told myself every single day, like the only thing you have control over right now. And I am a total control freak is your hydration status. And so like, just drink, drink your water, drink your electrolyte packets, like stay hydrated. And you're doing one thing for your body really well. So like I compartmentalize like the stages and like, I didn't like get them until I was in them. And maybe that's the wrong way to do it. But like, that's what I did. And I can't ever take it back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's definitely how I've been. I joked it recently. Like, I feel like I hadn't even like thought about birth until like a few weeks ago when it's like, okay, this is like actually happening. Like for so long, it's just been like, okay, how do I survive like these different trimesters, how I'm feeling, like getting stuff ordered, getting stuff on the registry. And now it's like, oh, now we got to prepare to birth this thing. So I I feel like I think the same way, like very compartmental. And I love to do about like, you know, the different pillars and priorities of our health, but knowing like in a season, like having a newborn, it's impossible to prioritize every single one of those. But I feel like it probably can help at least a little bit to know like, okay, at least I'm working on my water intake. Like that's one thing that I can do, carry my water bottle around with me. Like if that's the one thing, that's great. Like I can check that box. I can do that every single day and like, just make sure that like, I was doing that one thing for myself, even if I didn't have a vegetable for five days, like, and that was a reality for me. And it's like, it was okay. You know, we caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I was taking my vitamins still and everything yeah. was fine, but you know, it's not even as a dietitian. And again, somebody who likes to have control over things like the biggest shift for me was learning that that's no longer my priority and focus. And that was hard. It was really hard. And my famous like quote, my mom like loves this line was like, I had, I think 12 different types of diaper creams. And I still do because you don't go through them as fast as you think you do. Yeah. But I, had, I have so many diaper creams upstairs, but like, I had no idea how to change a diaper. Like when he got yeah. here. Right. So like I was prepared. My nursery was like perfect. <laughs> Like yes. the baby got here and I'm like, wait, what's a swaddle? Like, yeah, a, a like what? how do I do that? Like, <laughs> and why does he like a sound machine? And then like you yes. learn these things and it makes so much intuitive sense to like why things are what they are. But like I waited to learn them as I was going through them. And yeah. again, that was my choice. If I gave advice to anybody, I don't think a, a new mom should give advice to someone who is not a mom yet because you're going to have your own experience. Yeah. And, but like, if I were to do it again, like I probably would have like maybe watched a course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. I like, like uh, maybe one. (laughs) So one thing I love talked about, been talked about that kind of made me think about it too. Like, I feel like one, obviously during pregnancy, but also I feel like postpartum, there's a huge emphasis on, our bodies. And I think the biggest thing we see postpartum is like, okay, how do we bounce back? How do we get back to our body before? Mm. And then, you know, what you were talking about of like, okay, if I could drink enough water in a day, it was a good day. Like vegetables weren't my priority. I couldn't even move the body. I'm not cleared to. But then we live in a culture that floods us with like the pregnancy weight and like getting back into like our pre-pregnant body. So yeah, I'm curious like how 
that experience was or what like if if you heard like different voices or people oh, kind of yeah. saying <laughs> yeah just kind of like what that no I have like so many different avenues I want to take this and for your listeners that may not know like I've struggled with disordered eating disordered relationship with fitness myself my body for years and you know pregnancy I said when I was pregnant was one of the first times in my own life that I had really appreciated the work that I had done in healing that because if I hadn't, I know myself, it would have been a lot harder for me to accept the changes that were happening. Even though you intuitively know the weight gain is happening because you're growing life, it can be, and I just want to normalize this for anybody, like it can be really challenging. And it wasn't until like somebody sat, my doula sat me down on FaceTime or Zoom because it was the height of the pandemic and was like, let's just talk about like what's actually going on in your body and the increase in water and the increase in blood and the placenta size. And like, there's like, I think, plus the baby, like towards the end, there's like 25 pounds of baby things like in your body, right? So there's all of this like discussion on weight and gain and all of these things, but like you need that. I think it's at least 25 pounds to take care of baby, right? But like everybody's, if you look at the wrong social media accounts, you see very negative discussions on, that, but like that helped me a lot, like knowing what my body was doing to make a healthy home for my baby. So that's like one piece of it. But I remember very specifically, my biggest struggle was always with fitness. Before I healed that relationship, it was always like I had to work out, not I get to work out. It was how many times a day could I work out? A lot of discussion on in my own head of just working out simply to change my figure. And, you know, all of that needed to be changed. I remember. Remember at five weeks taking a walk, I was cleared to walk, had the baby strapped to me and I was walking the dog. And I remember saying to myself, like, this is the longest time in my entire life that I've ever gone without exercising. And it was like this huge wake up moment because I didn't miss it. I was happy to get out and walk and have fresh air. And it was a beautiful thing. And if I'm being super honest, I was very fearful when I was allowed, quote unquote, to or cleared to work out again, how I was going to fit that into my life that I had no control over and how yeah. I was going to make it feel good to me again without taking over. And so I just remember I did my first like Peloton ride at six weeks. And I was like, this is amazing. Like he napped like next to me and like a swing yeah. and like that never happened again. Like, it never, ever happened again. I think I worked out that day and then maybe it didn't happen for another couple of weeks just because life just didn't allow it at the time. And it was a huge, just wake up call for me about, you know, the things that used to be a priority for me are no longer able to be. And so to go back to your question, you know, about this bounce back, there's no bounce back. <laughs> Like your body yeah. is never going to be the body that you had prior to having a baby because you just grew, created, and if you choose to do so, are feeding a baby from this new body. And I think that our culture does such a terrible job of celebrating the body changes that happen during postpartum and instead put the focus on negative things. I've written into like what to expect when you're expecting and the bump for yeah. some of their terrible articles that they oh my have. Gosh, like yeah. after you give birth, it's like how to get your body back. And I'm like, why is this a conversation? Yeah. And there's no conversations about like how to get your mental health back. Like, yes. because, Hey, that fourth trimester really like did me dirty and I didn't even know about it. Right. Like yeah. I, it's something that is really not talked about, but what I plenty of information on is, you know, the best moves to fix your pelvic floor and blah, 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 mm -hmm. like to get your abs back, like give me a break. So it was a huge 
learning curve for me because what I've come to realize and accept is that my schedule is no longer mine. And even mm-hmm. on the days where I have the best laid plans, like this morning, like it's 10 o'clock and I've brushed my teeth, but that's about it. But, you know, even today, like I had plans to exercise this morning, but my sleep wasn't great last night. And so my priorities have changed. And that's like a huge growth moment for me in yeah. my own recovery is like really learning new priorities and what true health is and where it's rooted and just going with the flow. And so I think that our society pressure always, but as a postpartum woman, you are so vulnerable because your hormones are all over the place and you don't, I think one of the things that I read once was like, it's okay. If you don't feel at home in your body right now, it is foreign to you right? Like it is, yeah. isn't a body that you're used to. Like I was wearing diapers for like yeah. <laughs> weeks after giving birth. And like, I remember that like after he came out being like, wow, like it's incredible what my body just did. Like I had this huge belly that had this baby in it. And now it's like, I kind of feel like me again, like right away. And then, you know, you go through these hormonal shifts of just a lot of feelings. And I always try to come back to like what my body did and not putting pressure on it to go back to any space It will find its way to where it feels comfortable again. And, you know, until God willing, I'm able to have another baby and we'll see what it can do then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Cause yeah, I feel like, especially with the first pregnancy, it's just like learning your body in a like totally new way like never having been through this before so not knowing how your body will change knowing I mean I guess you kind of have that like okay well I'm pregnant so I know my body's gonna change but <laughs> like I feel like I know for me it's been noticed like trimester what does that may bring and like now being in the third trimester feeling like you know you have more fluid and my ankles are pulling all the time right. like <laughs> all of different changes but I think it's so cool like to talk about having that conversation your doula of like here are why these things happen like I think our culture our side like trains us to think, like any changes in our body it's like oh we did something wrong something bad how do I correct this but being able to sit back be like okay my ankle's swelling because my body has more fluid in it because these reasons like knowing there's a purpose behind every single body change we experience in pregnancy and postpartum I think be freeing but also I'm sure and I know at least from the pregnancy piece, like way easier said than done. But, you know, again, totally opposite of what our culture teaches. But it is so interesting and sadly not shocking, but definitely interesting how all these different websites and blogs are like, okay, how do we bounce back? How do we get safe weight off? When, like you said, like you just went through this huge thing and like your mental health, you're tired. There's like all these other, like it could be a, great chance for these blogs and websites to provide like amazing content about like mental health and rest mm-hmm. and taking time off and like so much wealth of information but they're like totally going the opposite direction which makes sense in the culture, but it's not right, they're selling us something yeah exactly <laughs> like it's just, it's so again like that I feel like postpartum, I'm sure you feel like you're so vulnerable. You're learning your body again. It's like, okay, I just kind of figured out my body changing pregnancy. Now we have a whole new thing. And I just went birth and it's a trauma too, right? Like, and when the Ardula called it that for me, I felt so free. 
because it made me feel validated and it made me feel like somebody heard what I was feeling. Because again, like I never watched any of these, like now my Instagram is all about postpartum everything, like anything on my for you page, the explore page, like that's what every like targeted everything is. But like at the time, man was like pregnancy photo shoots, you know, like that was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But now, like yeah. she said to me, she was like, "Your body has been through a trauma. Like you lose a ton of blood. Like yeah. a human being comes out of your body and yeah. they stitch you back together, whether it's C-section or you know vaginal birth. Like there's blood involved and sometimes stitches. Like for me, there were, and yeah. you know, your body is actually healing from." this trauma, but at the same time, whereas in the past, I always like, I'm the first one to say, like, I'm a very selfish person or I was like, I have no room to be anymore, but I used to be a very selfish person. And like my attention and energy was no longer able to go on my own healing. Right. Like it was, this baby has been through a trauma. Like let's think about like what that must've been like for him to come out into this world where nothing feels familiar. Right. And so like for any of your listeners that I don't have a baby. Like there's a couple things that you do to like recreate the womb for a baby for their fourth trimester. Like you swaddle them really tight so that they feel like they're inside you still. Like you play a sound machine because it sounds like your heartbeat and everything inside the belly was muffled for them. So like it just mimics like a muffled noise and it's very calming to them and soothing and you move them, right? You rock them because they were inside your belly. And when you were walking, like they were moving and that's typically when they were sleeping. Like my little cousin does ultrasounds and she used to say to me, like, do you ever like feel the baby kicking more at nighttime. And I was like, yes, why? And she was like, cause you've stopped moving and now oh, he's yeah. awake. Right. So it's like all of these fascinating things that like, I didn't know. But so when she validated my thoughts on like this trauma and she brought it back to, Hey, this is the same baby that was inside your belly, who has also been through a trauma to get into this world. And now your job is to make him feel comfortable. And here's where my advice is finally coming. Like that was where I did a poor job of verbalizing what I needed from my support system, my husband, my family to make myself feel comfortable too, because my energy was for him. And therefore everybody else's energy was for him mostly, but like I needed that for me too. And so when our society sits there and says like, and now get your focus on getting your body back when like, you're literally just trying to like keep somebody else alive now and like hold your SHIT together. (laughs) It's really hard. It was really hard. I unfollowed a lot of accounts that were having successful breastfeeding journeys because I was having a very hard time. I unfollowed a lot of accounts where like babies were born around the same time and, you know, they were having all of this success in certain areas that I felt like I wasn't. And it was just like this wake up call for me that like, I can't spend time on my stress management and mental health right now in the way that I would like to. So like, I need to protect my energy as best yeah. as I possibly can. I love that. Cause I, and I feel like that we start fine too in regards to just like diet, that, freedom, like how do you protect your energy? And I think doing the same for yourself in these different seasons, like postpartum, I could see that being super, super cool and the opposite super easy to compare like oh well they had a baby around the time I did like how are they doing all this right how's their I feel like there's just 
so, so much everything or like, yeah. why do they look like that? Like, why is she yeah. showered? Like, you know, yeah. and it's like, it's probably a filter, like relax, Jenna, but yeah. like, you don't <laughs> yeah. know, right? Yeah. Like, you does know? she have and makeup like, on? What? Like, she worked out today? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Like, and I have a dog and our dog is like my firstborn and he went through a regression when Noah was born too. And like, I remember waking up one morning in the middle of the night and it was like, it smelled like poop in my house. And I'm like, who did this? My husband, the baby. (laughs) And it was the dog. Like our dog was two at the time, but he was going through his own regression where he was like, you're not paying enough attention to me. I need attention. And he was having accidents in the house for attention. And there's like this anger and these hormones and this like not understanding like why I can't control anything that like again like there is no space and like time to like meal prep right yeah do anything that maybe in the past felt comforting to me right and so I think it's when you think about a food freedom journey I know personally I put off not put off I didn't want to get pregnant for a long time when I was in my disorder because I was very fearful of my body changing and what was going to happen and losing that control. And when I look back now and what this journey has taught me the most is it's sad that I had wasted this much time in my life, but it happened when it needed to, because I'm in a space now where I can say like, you know, it's okay. This is my season of life. And like, whereas every day is not easy and most days aren't. And, you know, the exercise that I get to do thrilled by and the meals that we get to order out. I'm grateful that I have this relationship with food where I'm grateful for pizza in a way that I never was before, but it's filling and it makes me feel good and it's quick. And these things just have served such a different purpose for me. But again, prior to this experience and this healing in my own own life, like I can imagine it being very, a lot harder in the afterbirth stage yeah. because of all of the outside influences. And I think that like, even for people listening, maybe aren't pregnant yet, don't even have like pregnancy in the radar in the future, but are journeying through like food freedom and working towards eating. Like, I think everything you're saying helps to see why all that hard work is so worth it so that you get to a place of postpartum and and not to say because I know I speak from experience this too like not to say it means you're not going to have any body image issues and it, of course. you know it's just going to be so easy but I feel like you at least have more tools and more like knowledge to kind of push back and argue back and like understand the deeper like perfect it. and to I be think, realistic with yourself yeah, yeah for sure and and just give yourself grace instead of like okay we're getting so like maybe if I had time, I would want to like cook meal and have some veggies, but that's not in the cards for tonight. And I know my body needs food, so like I think it's just giving yourself that freedom, like talk about freedom, flexibility. Just think about the stress your body's already going through, and just you as a human being, keeping you know everything with a newborn, it's then add on stress about food about body and, and all of that, I could see it just spiraling to a level. It's a lot of, yes. And like everything that you said, and there's, I want to be so honest with your listeners. I, the baby has hiccups if he's coming down <laughs> the stairs right now. Oh, but, um, 
His shirt today says always hungry on it. So I felt like that <laughs> yes. was very appropriate. <laughs> I think that it would be unfair to not mention this. And, you know, Brianna Campos is the one that coined this phrase, but, you know, there's okay to have grief or to grieve the yeah. loss of your life prior to baby, like number one, but also your body and your lifestyle and the things that you were able to do. And that's something I think about, right? It's almost seven months in on this journey. It's still something where, you know, I have these moments of, well, this would have been so much easier when, right? And what I always like to tell clients or what I did in the past is when these negative thoughts pop up, like instead of meeting it with a positive of like, I bet I have this beautiful baby, like meet it with a truth of, okay, you can't do what you once did. But you created life six months ago and you were just able to do X, Y, Z. And that's your win for the day. Like, yeah. it's, especially as dietitians, like normalizing doing less in your day is really hard. It's a very, yeah. very hard concept. But when you can kind of like have that perspective of, okay, I kept my baby alive today. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's all I accomplished. Yeah that's okay. And he yes. still loves me, even yes. though like I was a maniac, like that's my win for today, even if I did nothing else. And that's hard. And it's, you know, grieving your go, go, go life. And listen, there's a lot of moms out there that may do postpartum very differently and maybe get help sooner as far as like care for their child. This is my own personal experience of not doing that. And this is just the process that I've been through. And I know everybody's experience is so different. And that's why I always say like, this is not advice this is just my yeah. experience <laughs> yeah because that's huge too like I've realized that even like everyone's so different as far as like what their goals are and their values and how they want birth to look postpartum and I love how you said that okay I'm not necessarily giving advice I'm just speaking from my own experience and take it if you want you don't have to take it like I think that's so good because I feel like there's a lot of a lot of boys out there surprised it's like do this do that don't do this don't do this which leads to more stress and more overwhelm a hundred percent and my personal story like my baby had a very hard time gaining weight until now basically and so I was legitimately watching all of these posts about these like breastfeeding journeys and this and that and being like you're a failure Jenna like because your baby's not gaining weight and you are not working and you're not doing all of these things and it's like I needed somebody to snap me out of that and be like yeah. hello <laughs> like yeah. every baby's different every journey is different like you need to do what's best for you and the baby and at this moment in time it's not what's what you're doing right now so it's um, time to switch it and like again it's very similar to a food freedom journey where like you legitimately have to say to yourself at some point when you're dieting over and over and over again right like this is it working. Like, what can I do differently to make myself yeah. actually feel better? Right. And so a lot of the lessons that we've learned and that we've taught clients along the way apply in this new space, just with different contexts. And it's yeah. just a very beautiful thing to be able to make those connections. That's so good. Gosh, I feel like I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> it's such an easy thing to talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, yeah, the way I love to in conversation years for a second is asking our guests what their favorite food memory is and you may not even have a ton of memories in the past seven months maybe more in survival <laughs> mode but just overall yeah what's your favorite food that you have 
in pregnancy, my husband and I did a pizza challenge and like uh-huh. we tried every pizza place in like our vicinity to find <laughs> our favorite ones. And it was a moment of clarity for me in those times of like how many years when we first were together that like we mm-hmm. didn't enjoy these types of foods together and how yeah. fun it was to, you know, try different types, like order more than one mm-hmm. pizza at a time and like have the ability to have those memories and like yeah. create that time together was so special. And so that would definitely be one of them. And now watching intuitive eating as like firsthand with my baby trying foods now. So he's able to eat. It's incredible. Like, you know, when he's full, the spoon goes on the floor. Like mm-hmm. just, he throws it down. Yeah, I'm done. He's like, I'm done, mom. No more. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. I don't yeah. like it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's just so cool to watch like the facial expressions, like foods that I love. His face is like, oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. like watermelon. He was not a fan. I was yeah. like, what oh. do you mean? <laughs> like, how can you not like this? <laughs> like how? But no, that's really special. And I'm excited to just continue to learn from him in that yeah. respect as well. Oh, I love that. Gosh. Well, thank you so much for everything you shared in today's conversation. I know this is going to impact so, so many people. So I'm excited for this conversation to go live. Where can people find you? Because you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but I feel like you've done such a good job over the past few months, like sharing just like the highs and lows of like postpartum, baby and all of that, which I feel like has been such a breath of fresh air versus like, oh, everything's great. Life is good. Here's my baby. We're all put together. Like, I know for me, it's been such a like blessing. Like, okay, this is like real life. Like this has helped me see what to expect knowing everyone's so different. But, but yeah, so all that being said, first we'll find you. Well, first, thank you. But I am on Instagram at happystronghealthy.rd, same as TikTok. And I also have a bunch of blog posts on my website, happystronghealthyrd.com, specifically one about each trimester of pregnancy and my takeaways. And I also wrote one on the fourth trimester, which was a blog. It was actually a podcast that I just transcribed. So my podcast, What the Actual Fork Pod, has an episode about my fourth trimester where I share, like trigger warning, I share my birth story and just a lot of like the early postpartum days for me. Super honest and vulnerable, but if you don't like to listen to podcasts, you'd rather read. I have that transcription on the website for you guys. And that's it. I just so appreciate being here with you. And I love to talk about this. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode. Are you ready to master your mindset and take your health habits to the next level? We created our free method shop with those goals in mind. In our shop, you'll find our Freedom Journal and Elevate Affirmation Cards. Our Freedom Journal is a mindset and gratitude journal that will be the perfect addition to your health and wellness journey. Complete with journal prompts and reflection questions, this journal will help you turn your goals into lasting habits. Each journal page is broken into five sections, affirmations, gratitudes, 
what you're learning, what you need to let go of, and what you need to hold on to. The perfect addition to our Freedom Journal are our Elevate Affirmation Cards. These affirmation cards come with 31 mantras, prompts, and encouragements to elevate your relationship with food and body. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash store to order yours today.